Welcome to the Beyond Ordinary Woman podcast. Every two weeks, we'll post a podcast version of one of our free training videos, but you can access them now at beyondordinarywomen.org. This episode or series includes downloadable information on our website, beyondordinarywomen.org. Go to resources on the main menu and click on podcast slash video extras. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, welcome to Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries. I'm Sharifa Stevens and I'm here with Susan C. We are in video two of our video conversation on beginning the road to racial reconciliation. If you haven't seen the first video where we talk about where do I begin, I encourage you to watch that first. But let me recap for you really quickly. In the first video, we just talked about the uncomfortable discovery of the racial disparities in our world and when we become overwhelmed and despairing at the circumstances and wonder where to begin. Mm -hmm. Now this is a perfect place to be, even though it's uncomfortable, because the Lord God gives us room for self-reflection, for discovery, room to breathe, and to rely on Him for the next steps. So in this process of discovery, after those feelings of overwhelm, after the feelings of paralysis, what do you do? So we're going to talk about what's next on the journey. Susan, I would love to hear your thoughts on what role self-evaluation plays mm -hmm. in the journey on racial reconciliation. Yeah. I think one of the, the pieces I think is important in this conversation is to allow yourself to be where you are and not try to go faster than you need to or feel like you should be somewhere else without first just accepting where you are. And that once again mirrors our faith journey of accepting the truth about our circumstance and then allowing the truth of God's word to carry us to that next place and that next step. So as we are learning in this journey and as we are opening up to the fact that there is a challenge in which we have an opportunity to participate in change and making a difference, that we first check in on where are we and how are we in beginning the journey. I don't know if there are any, uh, if you've ever been in a place where you've considered exercising or running a race, right? and how often they will tell you, like, go check in with your physician. And basically the physician's job is to give you an evaluation of how you are physically mm -hmm. before you take on this physical task. So for us, spiritually and emotionally, we should check in and say, how am I really? And how, am, how equipped am I currently for this journey? Because it's going to require all of me invested in this. So if I'm coming into this conversation wounded, if I'm coming into this place um, from a perspective of guilt, let me own that and recognize that because that's going to that's gonna affect my approach, or it should anyway. It sounds like, I'm sorry no, to interrupt, ahead. but it sounds like self-evaluation is an act of humility. Mm -hmm. It really is. Because if you went to the doctor and he said, overall you're good, but do know that your knee, your right knee, 
you need to take it slow because your knee is showing some signs of wear and tear, then you would know, okay, I don't need to take on a certain exercise regimen that's going to pound on my knee because my knee needs extra support right now. It's the same if you recognize that you're coming into this conversation and you're feeling uh, attacked, you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling guilty, then your approach, taking those things into mind so that as you're coming into the conversation or into the work, you can begin to own that I get it, guys, like I'm already defensive, I'm already angry, I'm already overwhelmed. And so because of that, this is the pace that's going to work for me. These are the conversations where I can participate right now. And later, maybe I can do more frontline work. But right now, I need to check in and be honest about where I am. So it sounds to me like what you're saying is that self-evaluation is a first step in a posture of learning. Mm -hmm. Because part of, part of the initial shock is realizing that your perspective is not the only perspective and not necessarily the correct perspective mm -hmm. based on history and, and the lived experiences of people mm -hmm. over a long time. Mm -hmm. And so the, it, it can cause overwhelm, but it also can um, be a humbling relief to know that the cure and the fix doesn't rest solely with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is not a, a, a way to cop out of the conversation Absolutely. either. So, hey guys, I'm going to take it slow as in I'm not going to really enter into the work. So we don't want to do either one. Like just because the doctor said your knee needed to be supported didn't mean he said don't work out at all, right? Never so, again. Yeah, don't walk. Just have a seat. No, right. that's not the answer, right? So we don't want to cop out of this conversation as much as we want to recognize that no matter how good our intentions have been up to this point, we have had impact. We have had impact that's likely negative and had harmed or hurt some others. And as we honestly admit that, then we can take our next steps and be honest about where we are as we enter into that, recognizing that it's still a movement forward. It's still an engagement in it's just we're all going to come into this at different places and be able to take this at a different pace. I think that um, part of what comes after self-evaluation is listening, mm -hmm. right? Listening and proximity mm -hmm. are two concepts that I would like you to talk more to our audience about as the next step. Now, some people who are watching mm -hmm. may not even know people of color, may not work or live or worship with people of color. Mm -hmm. how, does, how does this process mm -hmm. um, affect them, and how can they be empowered to be in this process anyway? Yeah. Uh, first, I want to say that they can be. So it does not require you to move. Uh, it doesn't require you to, to do anything drastic, but it does call for change and it calls for things to be done differently. So what I want to talk about with listening and hearing, I, because I travel all over the country and now all over the world, and I'm teaching on um, how to be intentional with your parenting and intentional with your family, one of the conversations I love to have with people is to tease apart the difference of listening and hearing. Mm -hmm. So hearing is what our bodies were designed to do, 
And when properly functioning, we have sounds that cross our eardrum and then we can hear something. And when we're in conversations, you'll sometimes hear people say, I hear you, no, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. But you can tell at the same time that they already have an answer or they are waiting for their turn to inject into the conversation. So they're not truly listening to you, but they do hear you. Yeah. And moms always get this one. If you've ever walked in a room and your kids are laying and you're like, hey, let's get this room picked up. And they go, okay. And you walk on, right? <laughs> you're already it recognizing this. Yes. And they're like, you come back in the room and what's happened? Like nothing. Nobody's moved. And they heard you, but were they really listening? Were they engaged? So listening is when we slow down enough to really dial in and connect with what someone else is saying. When we are engaged in the conversation, when we're really willing to hear fully, and we're not anticipating our response, we're not to, trying to inject our perspective or our opinion, we're not trying to be heard, but we're welcoming in what the message is being sent by another person. And so for people who are entering in to ra racial reconciliation work, I want them to recognize the difference between hearing the hurts, the frustrations, the disappointments, the pain, the trauma of others. Don't just hear it, but listen to it. To really take it in. To accept the same posture that Jesus does with us. Yeah where he hears our prayers, right? He, he listens to the cries of our hearts. He doesn't just hear us as in sounds, but he, he's touched by them. Yes. And I am asking that anyone who is now stepping into this work, that they would be willing to go beyond hearing to listening. That's good. Yeah. We're gonna have to continue this conversation in the third video, so we, Hope that you will join us. We'll talk more about proximity yeah, in that yeah. video. More at beyondordinarywomen.org. Thanks for listening to the Beyond Ordinary Women podcast. You can find more podcasts and information about women in leadership by going to beyondordinarywomen.org. This podcast was produced by Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries. Our production team includes Evelyn Babcock, Kay Daigle, Kay Halligan, Deborah Herring, Sharifa Stevens, and John Sparks. Theme music, Back in Stride by Don Miller, used by courtesy of Christine Miller.